that to the Boston Commune. This week's incredulous installment will feature commentary from comrades Scott, Ellie, and myself. We'll discuss the gimmies embedded in the anemic stimulus bill, Boston's final city council meeting of 2020, the history of our Second Amendment, cringeworthy cops, French films, and why Scott says swap while I say swathe. Please do us a favor and share this content. Do yourself a favor and enjoy your epoch. Barely shaking the last piss out of their cock, six hundred dollars into your mouth. You know the Iron Dome. The My apologies. <laughs> you want to just go headlong into the show? Back off. I'll take you on. Headlong. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, let's just plow, plow into this thing. We are going to plow right into the news, right into it. Uh, Joe, if you want to talk to us on the on the fucking server, maybe come on the show. Anyways, uh, <laughs> our first piece of news would be the stimulus. You saw it, I saw it. They're going to give us six hundred dollars. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> uh, you know, it's only nine months worth oh. of rent. What is that called? Six hundred dollars? What's going on? I still forgot to plug in my Ethernet. (laughs) How are you on You know, it's the the end of the year, folks, and some things just slip the mind. You gotta forgive it. It's okay. How can he be on here if you have He's on on the line with his shitty internet and no Ethernet. We don't know. But by the grace of God, he's here. So yeah, they passed the stimulus bill. Uh, We were looking at the uh, bill, at the actual text earlier. It's too long. It's too many pages. It's 5,000 pages. Uh, It's confusing. You ever read one of these bills? It sucks. Sucks to read a bill. The table of contents that doesn't help you actually navigate the thing at all. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I wonder how tall it is, like, printed out, like, if it's just, like, it's, like, a foot tall. (laughs) I don't remember even what 5,000 pages looks like. I used to have to photocopy these giant ass uh like immigration petitions at my old job and the biggest ones would be like you know several hundred pages maybe 300 pages and those were like those were pretty thick you know those were thick boys they were like they were chunks they were they were chunky they were like probably a good you know five no not five you know like three 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 inches or so and you know that's what i i don't like doing math but if i have to i'll do it uh i guess five thousand is fit several 300s into 5,000, maybe like eight. 16, 15, 8, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it'd probably be about like a foot tall. Fuck. In this bill, uh, it includes a provision to make streaming movies illegally a felon, a felony, I should say. Um, this is the nature of house bills, is that they just kind of, politicians have lobbyists and agendas, and they just try to shove it in there wherever they can. And so if there's a big bill, big house bill with a lot of support behind it, if they can get their resolution in there, they will try to get it. So there's that. It's a whole bunch of military spending yeah, in it. Cram whatever, whatever you know, in. They call it gimmies. They call it gimmies. There's a lot of gimmies in this fucking bill. And you, you want to know what you get? Is you get six hundred dollars, half of what you got last time. Hope you're happy with these elected officials. Yep. <sighs> like, are you getting evicted? Too fucking bad. That's not enough for a down payment on a new apartment. Have fun. Have fun on the street. What did I miss? We are just talking about how shitty the uh, bill is, the stimulus. Yeah, we didn't talk about Star stimulus. Wars at all while you were gone. We really, like, held back. That would have been a really good time to do it. I know. Just That's get it over with. <laughs> so when you think about it, the, given that the Separatists used a droid army, thus elevating droids from, from some helpers to killing machines it kind of makes sense uh <laughs> that people would feel fearful and treat the droids like shit and thus they deserve to be slaves in the universe really loud. <laughs> <laughs> there's an in-canon moral argument as to why the droids should be slaves in star wars and why they deserve it too just saying 
I was really thinking a lot about how the New Republic are cops, but I mean the Jedi know. are cops, so yeah, oh my god, are. no, we can't do this right now. Nope, <laughs> nope sorry. <laughs> I have cop news. What's Tell that? us about the cops. You can do do your speed. All right, fine. Hold on. I mean, the only things I really else have to talk about is that, you know, the, the vaccines, they're rolling them out. They're giving them to people like bankers first before people like you and me. You get $600 and you're at the end of the list on who gets to uh, get the vaccine. And there's a new strand in the UK. So, hey, maybe the vaccine won't help us. Future's so bright. You gotta wear shades. It's the brightest future. If the brightest future Sunglasses. I'm resisting saying more Star Wars stuff. You gotta wear a visor because the bright future. This podcast is like a jungle. If you don't carve of a path through it with some stuff that's not Star Wars. The Star Wars will grow back. Jesse, tell me about police and why they're bad. <laughs> okay. So for news, so I just have a few things on the uh, Boston from the Boston City Council, which I guess just had its last meeting on December 16th, last meeting for the year. First item, docket 1094, the establishment of the Office of Police Accountability and Transparency, otherwise known as OPAT, which will be constituted in part by a civilian review board, a CRB, and an internal affairs oversight panel, or OPAT. <laughs> Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat. <laughs> Every board member will be trained by the Boston Police Department, which will ostensibly utilize its internal affairs division to thoroughly investigate claims of misconduct. Note that I say this while pantomiming a jerking off motion. <laughs> And I'm nodding in the corner. We also have a new draft of docket 0811, restricting the use of chemical crowd control agents and kinetic impact projectiles. Uh, The ordinance passed eight to five, and I will now list off the names of those who voted against it. Called out! Asaibi George, Flaherty, Flynn, O'Malley, and Baker, but not the Baker that we usually shit on. But isn't Charlie also trying to veto this? Yeah, he did. Motherfucker. He's as bad as we say he is, folks. Come on. I mean, it was like separate legislation, but uh, this is the, to give a a very brief summary, um, what this establishes is now the Boston Police Department will have to give us a public verbal warning two minutes in advance of deploying potentially lethal methods of crowd control. So So warning, we might kill you two minutes later, we'll kill you. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a stop hitting kind of thing. It's like, we're going to kill you. So if... (laughs) If you're if you're not if you're still there in two minutes, it's your fault. It's your fault. That's hardly anything at all. Yeah, I think the only like they have to make sure. I guess there's our exits somewhere, which doesn't fucking mean anything if you're outside. Uh, it doesn't mean anything anywhere. Like it yeah, doesn't fucking do anything, block. and it barely passed. Like this came up in July, I think June or July, and like this is like a redrafting of the original legislation, which was to like. Like ban those crowd control agents, which are, if deployed in an international conflict, would be considered a war crime, but it's fine to use them on us, I guess. We're Americans, um, we can take it. Because we have bigger dicks, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's war crimes that, but... are like meaningless anyway, at this point, in terms of enforcement or enforcement against them. And yeah, we have bigger dicks. <laughs> it's that big dick energy is going to get us in fucking trouble. Um, third point from the Boston City Council in relation to the BPD. Councillor Ed Flynn had a bad take <laughs> in response Flynn. to the in response to the revelation that one eighth of the BPD payroll has been on a lengthy, questionable paid leave. Councillor Ed Flynn proposed that the BPD hire three hundred or four hundred more officers to compensate. The department has paid out thirty three million dollars to two hundred and seventy officers on heavy quotes medical leave this year in addition to paying overtime wages to their replacement staff. What kind of garbage is that? And unsurprisingly, the police union declined to comment. (laughs) What a shocker. Needed to hear my laugh on that one. That was a genuine response. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we could hear it. Because what's interesting about this is that, like, this is all happening while that video of that cop from downtown Boston saying that like he likes that like he was having fun beating up protesters and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey. 
Yeah, it's probably the worst PR that the police department could possibly have at this point. The Boston cops are, you know, watch Boston crime movies. They're pretty accurate as to how corrupt the Boston cops are. Ha ha! Yup. Yeah, like, from what I understand, some of these cops have been on medical leave for, like, 15 years. <laughs> Just fucking living off tax, but Jesus Christ. Anyways. Uh, yeah, like, we pay It's a police state. Massachusetts, specifically. No, if we're, like, funding their, like, lives and they're not doing anything, and then they can, like, also call in the National Guard and shit, like, we live in a police state. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking, if you've ever, I don't know, like, so I whenever I w- would go to a protest, I would always try to, like, walk by, like, the extra cops that they called in and like just listen to what they're talking about and one time they were just talking about where they were from and half of them are from like fucking Natick and like way out there like not even anywhere near the city and they're like fucking coming to protests and they're doing they're doing police work for the city of Boston and they live like on the other side of the state it's fucking wild well for what it's worth I think Marty Walsh wants to hire more local he wants to make it priority that like students from Boston will get first pick for the police force homegrown i saw something recently about how you know like bernie has always been like community policing is what we need but it was some takedown of community mm. policing is it was like this doesn't actually work it's not great for these reasons obviously it'd be great if i could remember what those reasons were but that made me really sad because whenever you're like oh that's a sensible alternative to the shit we have now and then i don't know like i haven't looked into it but like there used to be like a strong uh a real sense of community policing in East Boston and it like it backslid at some point and I don't know if that's just like with the generations people just lose interest or investment but I don't know I it's it's one of those ideas that like I would also like to see what goes wrong because I don't really like 100% I, I don't think it goes like it's really what we need or what the solution is because again I think the solution is like no police in a society that looks out for itself in a way that like wouldn't need the police but anyways it's very lofty to bring up <laughs> yeah I mean what's the alternative neighborhood watch or something like I know that Newark their fucking terrible policing model started with like the rhetoric of community policing so maybe a similar thing happened in east boston yeah it sucks that if it's like i guess an imperfect model or what you know a model that seems effective but has the potential to get corrupted anyway in in uh more more uh depressing news well more new it's more news it's the same amount of depressing but it's just more of it (laughs) it's Uh, a lateral amount of depressing it's not it's not an increase (laughs) correct it's not an acceleration it's just coasting off the existing you get the point so uh our drinking water um As we have now learned that a lot of our tap water in Boston has too much lead in it, the Boston okay, Water... that's slightly more than laterally depressing. <laughs> the Boston Water and Sewer Commission must annually collect and test samples from lead service residential properties, and there are a ton of them throughout the city. Like, the map is... You can imagine. I mean, it's it, it's pretty much everywhere is serviced by lead pipes. Yeah, that picture you showed us was like more more pipes than not. It's like you couldn't even see the map. Correct. Because of all the lead pipes. But there is one piece of good news. And this is like very much in line with the dropping bombs with smiley faces on them. Like this is like the silver lining of the police brutality cloud from the liberalism world. Though it is actually good news. The council unanimously passed an ordinance requiring that all city forms, licenses, and documents will now include the non-binary gender designation X as a third option. And the city has two months to review all documents and report back to the committee about the changes necessary. So, like, that's marginal improvement. Woohoo! I'm laughing again, but this time in my head. (laughs) Personally, I, like, aesthetically, I'm not a huge fan of the whole X thing, but I don't have a better alternative. And I have to admit that obviously it's better to have an alternative. And I have actually used it when it's given to me as an option. So that's great. Visibility, woohoo. Yeah, that's actually the appropriate response is that's great. Visibility, woohoo. And then like, there's still more to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Well, I guess now we can have officially non-binary cops. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Look, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get fucking jackbooted by any cop, 
it's got to be one who is non-binary. And then I oh, yeah. feel like together, me and them, we have achieved a progressive dream for America. This is the future that liberals want. <laughs> the left want. I want to get tear gassed by a tran, you guys. Fuck you. Um, I also have an update on this stimulus bill. Uh-oh. If that's all the- Is uh, this real time? Cop-related things. I don't think it's real time. This is like a tweet that somebody sent me in like a group chat that I'm in. I mean, we know why he's doing this, obviously, and it's, I don't, there's no reason to assume that this is great, really. But President Trump is asking Congress to come back and amend the, the bill that they just passed and change the 600 to $2,000. Yeah, do it. You know, just a, it's just a, a press op. It's just a fucking, he wants attention. Well, I mean, if I'm going to uh, humor the, the, uh, okay, I'm not going to be that sarcastic about it. There are people who believe that Trump might run again in 2024. And I could see him trying to do a thing like this as like trying to at least cement like a sort of sense of like, I fought for you and I gave you more money. And like, cause people have brought up that like, if you look at the, the original stimulus with the 1200, now this with the 600. And if you look at the pivot point between the two being the election, then, and I, again, I'm not the first person to bring this up. Trump gave people $1,200 and Biden gave people 600. And so this could be Trump trying to be like, look, I gave you more, cut me some slack in 2024. So, hey, that rhymed. I didn't even mean to just came up with his first slogan. Didn't even mean to do it. <laughs> he should pay you for that. Uh, yeah. John Trump, let like, me know. It's like, I love you, folks. I clearly love you. I did this thing. I gave you the most. Yeah, it was me. The other guy is like toast. <laughs> the most other guy's toast. I gave you more. Vote for me in 2024. We love <laughs> it, folks. Rolls right off the tongue. Real talk. Do we think that's he's going to be... Does. Is he going to be alive in 2024? See, that's the other thing. So. Yeah. He'll just be Bye. like... Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. He's just like a ball of cholesterol. <laughs> yep. That's why I'm not really humoring uh, those type of the people who think that he. Uh, but, but like again, like I, I mean, can also buy money. He, yeah, Don he Jr. has enough money that he could probably like like if anybody has like adrenochrome, he does. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, but no one's really been able to buy their way out of dying. But it's all right. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> That's one of the morals of Citizen Kane, anyways. Um, yeah, Trump. Rumpity rump. It's a bad guy. Yeah, I did get I actually bad. had something to say and then I completely forgot it. So. Oh, no. Well, I'm sorry. I was going to say that the fact that he's doing that just gave me vibes of, uh, like, there's that one episode of BoJack Horseman where women start carrying guns and it's like, which will win, the anti-gun sentiment or misogyny? <laughs> And like, I forget exactly how it goes, but it's just one of I don't of those remember things. this at all, but. You don't? I don't. No. I don't remember what season it was because I didn't like obsessively watch BoJack, but my one of my old roommates was always watching it in the living room. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Because I remember the last season had a lot of stuff about like labor and stuff, so it's interesting. Well, you like un- unknowingly created like a pretty perfect segue into my rabid radlib segment. Well, fuck. That's what I'm I also, I'm eating like a big <laughs> bite of a sandwich, so it's like not an opportune time meat also. <laughs> I heard you were about to say I'm eating like a baby. And either <laughs> meaning you're eating a baby or you're eating the way that a baby would. So, <laughs> like, rom, rom, rom. Just like shoving it in your face and like rubbing it on your cheeks and like, ah! I'm also uh, holding an impossible whopper in one of my hands. Uh, Jesse, let's just take about 10 seconds and eat our sandwiches on, on I mic. Did. I, I finished it. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm fine. just kidding. Do you rabbit I, I just swallowed the bite I, I was chewing on. But, anyways, I'm Jesse and this is Rabbit Radlib. Woo! Oh, God. Rabbit, 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 I actually saw this posted in the Bernie Sanders Rare Meme Repository Facebook group, and I'm gonna I'll post it in the the chat. So consider the source. <laughs> well, it was actually it was from uh, the Libertarian subreddit, so like it's even worse so than you're thinking. The but the person who posted it said, "I don't like having to agree with Libertarians, but this is 100 correct." And uh, the post said, "If a cop can kill you, <laughs> this is just like to." me this is hilarious because it's like clearly it's like wow this like libertarian realized what black people have known for like (laughs) 
<laughs> for like centuries, but here we go. If a cop can kill you for having a gun, you don't actually have the right to bear arms. <laughs> I'm not talking about instances where a, su- where a suspect was brandishing a weapon and police officers or civilians were clearly in danger. I'm talking about instances like Ryan Whitaker answering his door with a gun, like he is constitutionally allowed to. Uh. Or the hundreds of cases where cops just wasted someone because they thought he had a gun. Uh. If you're not <laughs> actively committing a crime and police are allowed to murder you simply because you have a gun or they think you have a gun then you don't actually have the right to bear arms what you have is the privilege to bear arms up until a police officer decides otherwise like yes that's true i kind of agree with this it's true but here's what i have to say about that but this analysis will undoubtedly ruffle the feathers of our gun averse comrades but i assert that our beliefs are best rooted in a historical and material understanding of the issues and a heavy dose of realism. That is to say, swathes of Americans already own guns. Cops and military personnel own guns. Swaths. Swathes. Swathes. Fine. We are a swathes podcast. Swathes versus swaths, dude. All fucking day. I'll die on that hill. Um, Did not know this was such a contentious. uh, It's fine. (laughs) Dude, I say pecan. What do you say? You can have it. No, I don't care. That's the thing. You can have it. I'll take it. Swathes, <laughs> swathes of Americans, fine. Swathes of Amer- potato potato. Swathes of Americans already own guns. Cops and military personnel own guns, and they will kill us with those guns if we threaten their notion of freedom. Firstly, I'd like to condemn those who uphold the Constitution as any kind of moral doctrine. The right to bear arms was not developed in America, but inherited from the 1689 English Bill of Rights, which granted Protestants the right to security, liberty, and private property. Hell yeah, it's my trip. It's fucking, it's fucking absurd to me when, when people talk about how, like, the Americans were just, like, the people who were brave enough to stand up to the monarchy. Like, fuck off. They were just, like... Not at all! Yeah, they were just, like, so entitled. Like, they had such a sense of entitlement that they thought they needed a whole fucking new country. And many of them were working for the monarchy. So, the Constitution of the United States was largely written not to empower the citizenry, but to protect the American aristocracy. Politicians the landowners, the slave masters, from a popular insurrection. In fact, the very first appearance of the phrase, the right to bear arms, in U.S. constitutional law reads, the right to bear arms for the defense of themselves and the state. And this exact language, well, that was the uh, that was the Pennsylvania Constitution. This exact language was ultimately written into the Constitution of the United States by James Madison, himself a slave owner, to placate the anti-federalists who feared that the federal government would insume, that's a word, insume control of the existing state militias, which at that time served as slave patrols. The ratified amendment reads, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state with state capitalized, so that means the union, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, what is the purpose of our modern day police forces? Much like those former slave patrols, our police serve to protect private property to mitigate the consequences of austerity. I mean, yes, people do get paid nowadays for their labor, but yeah, not so much lately. I want to clarify here that I am not equating chattel slavery with wage slavery. I'm identifying the role of armed militias, patrols, and police in opposition to the workforce's struggle and in alignment with the capitalist class and to control surplus populations. Forces of military and police are those militias to which our constitution refers. We are not included therein. It is absurd to adapt our notion of freedom to the language espoused by men who only sought freedom for themselves. That said, I believe that disarming ourselves, furthermore codifying our own disarmament, is an unnecessary relinquishment of power to the aristocracy and to the state. As we have seen, both the bourgeoisie and the organs of the state will use deadly force against us if and when we threaten the security of the ruling class. Only when the state is disarmed can we too disarm ourselves. Again, that's this is my segment. That's my take. I understand that gun violence is uh, horrible in this country, but um, yeah, you know, I'm a Marxist, so. Such a whole thing. I remember when I was like younger and more liberal, I used to be like, I don't want to own a gun. If you put a gun in your house, you are just increasing the 
the likelihood of hurting yourself, blah, blah, blah. I felt like really strongly about that. And nowadays, like right before the election, we were definitely, we were like, we should, uh, maybe we should get a gun. Maybe we should just, uh, just get one. Because I know that like, you know, if the man shows up at your door and he has a gun, it doesn't, you know, you having a gun is not necessarily going to help you. (laughs) But... I guess the idea is if you have one, you could be in other places that you might need it other than your house. And it might be useful if things get really ridiculous. And we still don't have one because we are huge procrastinators. This is another thing where it's like, I don't do drugs anymore because I'm an addict. Thus, can't. I mean, I. It's not like I don't do them because I don't like them. It's because I fucking like them too much. Right. But I'll still stand in solidarity with people who want to legalize fucking drugs because I think that is the correct thing to do. I wouldn't feel comfortable fighting that. Causes less harm. Yeah, like it. It, it really is. There's a there's a financial argument to be made, and there's also just like a uh like a public safety argument to be fucking made the number of people who end up fucking killing each other over like if you're in that world you're just immediately going to be exposed to like so many more dangerous situations just because everything you're doing is illegal right one of my professors at uh umass said it's basically illegal to be an addict because you can still get a charge just for possession so if you have drugs on you at any time you're committing a crime and uh that's true so we have made addiction illegal in this country, essentially. But I will never be able... I don't think I can own a gun in Massachusetts. Like, I have well-documented mental illness. That's a good point. I'm not sure... I'm not sure how well-documented my mental illness is. I'm not sure if... Like, I've never stayed in a psych ward. I mean, what do they use? Like, uh, what? I have. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't... I, I don't see any legal path to being able to own a firearm. Uh, don't read into that statement anymore. <laughs> You have to. But I mean, nonetheless, like, still my sentiment is still, like, arm the poor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until the rich can be disarmed. Arm the poor. Exactly. That was the idea behind when Mao said, like, democracy happens at, you know, the end of a barrel of a gun or something. What did he say? He said said something. I don't know. I actually have a little red book, but I don't know where it is. As Mao once said, he who... Political power grows out of the barrel of a gun. Okay. Um, this is what he said. I googled it. <laughs> Our principle is that the party commands the gun, and the gun must never be allowed to command the party. So, like, what he's basically saying, because Maoism is very heavily rooted in the mobilizing the peasantry, he's basically saying like the lowest strata of the existing social hierarchy needs to empower itself through actually arming itself. Yeah, to mobilize the peasantry and to get them the revolution uh they in the power that they need you must arm them which i would also say is true of the working class in america yeah it's just about hold for a pot plus clap clap yep clap 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 i would clap but i'm holding a plate fuck forcing your fucking vote you want to talk about real direct action you get the fucking you get the proletariat some guns and again you have them evade washington all sorts of changes will happen then a statement if i may arm the poor you fucking coward It's not, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. You know, I think the rain is actually a lot like communism. When you think about it, at first it sounds really nice, but once you actually get out into it, it is even better! That's like my new I favorite <laughs> I think it works for many situations, so. Yeah, and it like gives me, you know, because it's, it's a long drop, so I can take another bite out of my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it has its utility. Ellie. Yes. Do you have some shit you can't make up? Tarantula sure hawk. Well, it's not a tarantula, and it's not a hawk. <laughs> can't make that up. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what did I call that to you? <laughs> I, call <him> like, <laughs> I remember, but it was really good. Call him, like, Cowboy Johnson. Cowboy <laughs> What's his name? Is that pretty good. Coyote it's Coyote Peterson. Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy Johnson. I mean, that's essentially great, great, because I don't know. It's just great. It's great. Anyway, yeah, I got some stuff. YouTube legend. Can't make up. I 
got a couple. I've been putting this one off because I've been saving it, but it's Christmas related, so I got to do it this week, or else it's not gonna it's not gonna be relevant at all. Putting this one off. Yeah. Well, I've just been like been you know kind of on and off in terms of how much stuff I've been able to find lately. But yeah, so this one's kind of depressing. But then I have a less depressing one also. So in Mobile, Alabama, which is the state my grandmother was born in, it says officials from an Alabama sheriff's department are being criticized for displaying a photo of a Christmas tree adorned with what they called thug shots of people who have been arrested. Thug shots? You said thug shots? Thug shots. That quote-unquote thug shots. It's like the most boomer mm. shit I've ever heard. Yeah, pretty much. I'm looking at the, uh, I guess they took it down, but it was a it was a doctored image. I think it was just like photoshopped or whatever, but it was a Christmas tree decorated with photos of people arrested or wanted for crimes. And the uh, somebody that they talked to within the sheriff's department, oh, the spokesperson, Lori Miles, said this was part of a series of Thug Thursday messages that highlight photos of people who are wanted for various crimes. She said it was intended to show how cooperation between police and the community on social media can help solve crimes. And the mugshot ornaments represent repeat offenders. It's not their first rodeo, she said. And of course, fortunately, the ACLU (laughs) was quick to point out that most people arrested for crimes struggle with mental illness and substance abuse. They need the community's assistance and care, not open scorn from leaders. Thank you. Yeah, I saw the trace. You you saw it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Before the paywall came up, NBC News, let me see it. Oh, thanks, NBC News. For the two seconds I got, and then... Yeah, would you like to pay? No, what? No, I would not. I think journalism should be free. You fuck. If you use a incognito mode on like Google Chrome, you can usually get around paywalls. Pro tip. But yes, that happened. You heard that? You heard that? Get your post on. Except now, like if there's a site, instead of having it like the option to use cookies, you just can't fucking look at the site unless you allow cookies. There's no choice there. It's always like you gotta. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's like saying, it's like allow use of your webcam, microphone, and tracking data. <laughs> no, well, guess you don't want to look at this content. <laughs> I guess you can't view this Pinterest page about dog costumes. <laughs> Fucking Every thing. Google image search just goes back to like a million different Pinterest accounts that you can't view. <laughs> yeah, I I hate Pinterest. I think it's evil. It's annoying as hell. I'm always like, I want to look at this picture, Google images. And then it's like, no, get Pinterest. I'm like, well, I have it. And then it's like, fine, open up a different app. Oh, that's not what you were looking for. I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah, I have Pinterest for the exact same reason, just so I could look at pictures. Yeah. Because it's so fucking annoying. And, and Google, wow, we're really off the... Anyways, so Google said that they were going to stop, like, they're going to stop, uh, I don't know how search engines work, but, like, stop indexing, indexing Pinterest so high in their searches for images, but then they just kept doing it. And so, you know, Google says they'll do things that they don't do. So <laughs> what, a, what, what a country. What a really, country. it just boils down to, like, moments like this where we are just bitching about the most irrelevant thing imaginable. <laughs> Well, anyway, the other thing that I have was, this is not even that crazy of a thing, I guess, but I just discovered it last night and was like, just incredibly delighted that it exists. Um, you guys, I'm sure, are familiar with the website Know Your Meme, uh, mm-hmm. which is where when you see a meme and you're like, what the fuck is that? You go to Know Your Meme and it tells you about it. And uh, did you know that Know Your Meme has a store? Know Your have- Store. You can buy women's clothing, men's clothing, home and living things, accessories, and hats with popular memes on them. (laughs) Like, woman yelling at a cat. Or, hide the pain Harold, which I didn't know that was his name. like some guy from a what's hide the pain herald uh, i'll put a link in the chat i don't even remember like i don't i have no idea where this guy came from but i've definitely seen him he's uh that guy maybe he's from like uh oh okay okay he's some guy yeah he's a hungarian stock photography model yeah, yeah, yeah. He Some looks like a know. like made in a lab by Tim and Eric as like just like the perfectly molded yes, Tim and Eric character. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, say that's accurate. I think the pillows are my favorite because they seem the most it seems like the, the weirdest juxtaposition of content to like I guess vessel for right. the content. And also like in that case you'd be laying your head on <laughs> Harold's face. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
You'd be suffocating him with your head. Yes. You can also get a pillow for the stonks meme, which I think is probably the thing I would buy if I were going to buy something. You can get socks that have the stonks meme on them, and you can get um, can get a pillow with the basic, the most basic form of the Chad Chad guy. Oh. thing um the chad virgin yeah the chad virgin i'll put a link to that in there too for funsies see the Uh, thing is i don't really like that meme yeah (laughs) Uh, i think it's just like it's stupid but like the variations of it are brilliant right i think Uh, that many memes really come into their own once they become memed you know yeah exactly (laughs) that was that's pepe the thing that I like about it, though, is that, like, it's almost a parody of itself. Like, that's what memes are yeah, no, already. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, parodies of themselves. But this one really is because Chad is, like, he, like, went through a microwave or something. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Fucking on backwards. Adrenochrome injected into his butt or something. Like, just not not the, the ideal assembly of a human being. But still, you know, it's Chad. I'm always a little bit confused. Uh, I don't even know if this is like a reference to clapper orange it's like an incel thing well no i mean specifically like why does his dick look like spherical why does he have a spherical dick is it so it's it's like it's all curled up like a snake so it's big big round bulge it's curled up like a snake okay i'll take that I think it's just, I think it's his ass cheek, but it's on the wrong orientation. Yeah, I don't think it's the ass at all. It's really confusing, though, because which way is I think that thing's just a coiled up and ready to strike cobra. Oh, my God. This is going to drive me nuts now. Have you seen, there's the recent variation that it's like, like the Virgin, Paul Atreides, and the Chad, Anakin Skywalker. What? It's pretty great. That was, that's my new favorite variation on it. Chad Thundercock. You know that thing is... It's not that strange. Like, it's good, I guess. It's good. Like, it makes me happy as a man that it's not just men saying, like, probably shouldn't be, like, making fun of virgins. Yeah, it's fine to be a virgin. Some people don't even like sex. It's fine right. to be asexual. It's fine to not have sex, regardless of whether or not you want to. Like, if it was only men, if it was only guys saying it, then I would be like, eh. If it was only yeah. guys saying what? Basically, if it was only, I'm not going to die on this hill. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I think you're right. Don't worry you're about it. Saying a minute ago that, like, part of the great the greatness of this meme is that it does kind of, you know, it starts out. It's like an illustration of this horrible, like, toxic masculinity, but then just like the the kind of absurdity of the way it's illustrated kind of subverts that. Yeah, like the dude on the left is just normal. Yeah, it's just a guy, and then <laughs> Chad is like, you know, the weird science experiment guy with the spherical cock or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, I cannot see. Any chode being that shape. <laughs> I like I what I don't I like I don't. Scott's interpretation, where it's, it's just all or he up. just has a, a real problem going on. That's true. Yeah, I see the way that I, I look at it almost like impressionism, you know, like you're seeing the Dude, front a lot of these and the sh- back simultaneously, you know. A lot of the designs of, of like shit they have on their store kind of suck. Yeah, they're not real high quality. Cubism, not impressionism. What am I fucking talking about? You know what? Here's a story. Ahem. So I took art twice. It was the same class. I took it two years in a row. The first year, I got an A. The second year, I got a C. What? What happened, bro? It's the end of my story. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Art is... Art's kind of BS. That's actually kind of what I figured out in college. Like, I shouldn't say art is BS because, like, there is something to art. And when you have something, you know, when you have the thing that it is, when you have somebody who's inspired or original or whatever, that's legit. But the art world and the institutions around art are BS and they make room for a lot of BS. They make room for a lot of stuff that seems superficially like art, but it's not. Duchamp. Duchamp. Yeah. Yeah. Was he the the girl guy? Yes, he was. Yeah. And then you get people whose art whose whole purpose in art is to critique the art world like Duchamp right that's almost like the meat that's almost like coming full circle to like meme culture right the most distilled version of it <laughs> is the self-satire <laughs> version of it <laughs> That's some deep thoughts, y'all. Well, I mean, that was how I be like. That was how my political ideology developed. Was like through memes. Like, yes, be, yeah. because it was like it, well, I mean, at least through.
through like just kind of like pretending to be a communist like ironically and then realizing that like Lenin was fucking completely right. I think that a lot of people get radicalized that way. I forget what yeah. the, the law is where like a parody of something is indistinguishable from a sincere version of that but I think that really gets people. Yeah like the the meme is that the left can't meme <laughs> and if that was true I would probably not be sitting here right now because the left is the supreme the meme supreme <laughs> le meme supreme yep <laughs> maybe not here but usually Ooh, i shouldn't have said that. i'm sorry we're gonna come after you scott no your memes are great i'm sorry you make good memes comrade memes tells you what to meme <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I don't know. I've just been like humming that in my head over and over again. It's really fucking catchy. Comrade <laughs> meme tells you what to meme. Gotta have that fucking E7 or whatever it is at the end. Yeah, it's like the major chord with the minor seven. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. Yeah, E major seven or whatever it is. Um, I actually had something else I wanted to talk about, but we Leonard Cohen li- lyrics what was that? Oh, I would, I a reference know. to Hallelujah. Never mind. Chad Thundercock. <laughs> you know what? Fuck. It is probably supposed to be a strange. His name is Chad. Penis. Have you seen the fucking meme? It's like giant cock is part of it. I, don't I know. always <laughs> just saw it as like a like like half of an ass cheek. I don't know, man. <laughs> Why the fuck? Why would that be a dick? Look at it. It's round. It's where his dick is supposed to be. Whose dick is round, bro? The Chad is. Like, that's why I was saying. Like, is it a reference to uh, Clockwork Orange? Because don't the don't they have giant cod pieces? Yeah. Yeah, some big old round. Because they they got their big old dicks wrapped around like in coil. That's why it looks like that. I don't know. It's a sensible interpretation. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, do we want Comrade Meme to tell us what to meme? Or... I don't know. I'm stalling. I haven't thought of any of it. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I'll What's just... What's a good movie? <laughs> Star Wars. No, I'll go You know, and... I'm like on the edge of just saying, go watch Star Wars. <laughs> well, here, I'll just talk about the other thing. And you can, you can think about Star Wars for a minute. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is a horrible segue. It's... You might have to put the Segway song in there. <laughs> this is a Segway. Segway. This is a Segway. Now it's something, something new. Something new. Um, yeah, so last night, Kava was supposed to like do something with uh, some of our closest friends, like closest AFAB friends. And um, one of them is in grad school and she had like some prior engagement that went long and she was supposed to be hosting the call so like didn't didn't happen and uh we were like we had to kind of wait for a couple hours of like is it gonna happen is it not or whatever and we have to reschedule but one of my friends like got real upset about it and it got me really just thinking about how we're sort of conditioned by capitalism to it's like it's this is the issue of like time scarcity which i know we've talked about before it's something i always talk about i keep coming back to the way that capitalism gets into our brains and makes us think about time and our own time, time. Is running out. and other people's time <laughs> and we're just like we're conditioned to believe that it's normal that if somebody like wastes your time quote unquote then you get to be like resentful at them and like yeah it's totally because of all of the the shit that we're tied up in most people's are stuck in this situation where like most of your life you're expected to devote to your labor like your bosses like own most of your life and your time effectively and so you know if you're lucky you might have time to like do a little self-care or whatever on the side but most a lot of people are just like barely even able to sleep enough and eat enough because they don't have fucking time because like you know a lot of people are working multiple jobs people have kids they gotta take care of yada 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 so we're we're very like there's this huge time scarcity so we're very like protective of our time and we're sort of conditioned that it's like okay when you feel like somebody is being is disrespecting your time or like wasting your time to like be real resentful at them about it instead of like acknowledging that probably this kind of also ties into the whole like importance of assuming good faith and not assuming 
assuming hostility, which is also something I know I've brought up in DSA context before. But specifically with time, like it's okay to feel upset when somebody, you know, in a situation like that, because yeah, you your time is precious because you owe most of it to your overlords. But like I got, well, Chava got so worked up about this. She was like, I was like thinking about putting together some fucking Instagram infographic or something like for BDSA. And maybe she'll do that. I don't know. But do it. yeah, I mean, I think it's just like if we want to move into a new, a new and kinder world where everyone is more comradely, we have to recognize that this is another way that capitalism kind of like tears us apart from each other, which is like, you know, don't blame the machine for taking away your time in the first place. Blame each other for like disrespecting your time or or whatever. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had that experience too, where like if I'm trying to get on the train or something and someone is walking in front of me, like walking too slowly, Mm -hmm. then I will get start. I will start to get this sense of like, doesn't this person know that they're inconveniencing me? And it's like, nah, I'm just late. So I'm like scared of being late to my job, you know? Right. It's not that somebody else is causing me harm. It's it's like I have this sense of urgency because like it's my job. Right. And that's a white supremacy thing. I know I talked about that in the whole reclaiming our time deal. The sense of urgency is like an element of white supremacy. So it's like capitalism, white supremacy, you know, they go hand in hand, yada, yada, yada. And then there's always all these other layers of anxiety that develop in response to that. Like if you are a huge people pleaser, as I have been for most of my life, you then are always like, oh, I hope I'm not in everybody else's way. Or like if somebody beeps at you, if you're driving, if you like fail to go at a green light fast enough, you're like, oh, I'm such a bad person. Oh, I'm just in everyone's way. Like, uh, that's what I end up doing. Like I usually swing hard to the other side where it's right. I, I just do my best to be like as little of an inconvenience to anybody else on the street as possible. Right. So you can feel like you have some sense of control when in fact you do not i do not i do not grant me the serenity i do not <laughs> he does not what Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is that? I don't know, actually. <laughs> or are we doing Tommy Wiseau? Oh, I think I it did might not be hit Tommy her. Wiseau. I did not. I did not. That's. I did not hit her. I think her. we're doing. Yeah, yeah, we're doing Wiseau. There you go. Okay. Comrades, God, if you were to watch. Hey, there you go. You should go watch the room if you haven't seen the room. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That's a classic. There was actually um it's fucking classic. I think like after seeing I don't oh god, I don't remember the name of the movie now. Wait a second. Hold on, hold on. You were <laughs> you were talking about something. Oh uh, yeah. I think I kinda got to the end of what I wanted to say about that. Just second that, like, second time in a row where I'm just like, wait, 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 no. Go back, back to this thing. <laughs> and it's like, no, nah, we, we we finished that. So no, I mean, I mean, no, it's it's fine because yeah, I, I can still kind of wrap it up and just emphasize, like you know, you should watch the room. You should watch the room. Also, if you want to like be the change you wish to see in the world, just you know, think about the circumstances that your comrades are in when they come to meetings late or whatever, and just don't don't get all resentful. You know, it's okay to be upset, but just like separate your feelings from your feelings about like who is responsible there like yeah everyone is responsible for what they do and their karma and everything but sometimes there's other forces at play in addition so it's just nice you know if you're under pressure we're all under pressure that's the thing it's like pressure under pressure pushing down on me pressing down on on you no man also like do you do you know anybody that like intentionally inconveniences people that like they don't know and have never met by like doing some some minor like maneuver or something on the sidewalk like that's not what people nobody has the surplus of time that like they can spend all of their time by like inconveniencing everybody else intentionally you know what i mean yeah like i'm sure there's you know one guy in a million who likes to do that for kicks but probably the guy it's that guy who is it's that guy who does vlogs where he like like <laughs> you know what we I like, said. We like put a hot dog in someone's pocket. Like went to the grocery store and was Wait, like, what? "Man, you got a hot dog. You got a hot dog in your pocket." What? <laughs> this is a thing. You've never what seen that. Talk? No. Right, I'll put it in the chat. Yeah, do it. <laughs> he still has a hot dog in his pocket. <laughs>
Yeah. But that's the terror of knowing what this world is about. Yeah, watching some good friends screaming, you've got a hot dog in your pocket. Let me out. <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. Josh and I spent a whole day like trying to figure out what all the words were to that song. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> It's so true, though, isn't it? I mean, like, always we find these profound truths that are just in some weird song where Freddie Mercury has Tourette's syndrome, and it's beautiful. And then Vanilla Ice insists is different. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's different, because his goes boom, 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 cha, or whatever. Theirs goes din-din-din-din-din, and ours goes din-din-din-din-din-din-din-din-din. Like literally, that's what he said. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if Fred Durst was kidding or serious, but like, uh, I think Fred it, Durst is always a serious man. Oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. It's like too dumb for me to. Well, I guess I shouldn't give him that much credit. But a while ago, Limp Bizkit covered "Fucking Behind Blue Eyes," oh. and like they added a verse that was just one of those. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a from a children's toy, like the voice quality. It was like a thing that said the letter out loud oh like a speaking spell yes that's what it's called but it was like l i m p say it discover <laughs> <laughs> and it was just that a bunch of times and like the way that Fredris was talking about it it was like he in like a like an impassioned songwriting like fury Mm -hmm. he like dug deep into his viscera to like come up with something that would convey his feelings and that's what it it ended up being i can't i can't i still to this day like i don't know if he's kidding or not because nobody can take themselves that seriously you would be surprised that little self-awareness i think everybody in every new metal band has to have been taking themselves that seriously. You mean and you, not new, as in... Like, right, new. Yeah. New metal, yeah. I mean, sometimes it even works. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard and also seen the music video for the disturbed cover of Sound of Silence. Oh, <laughs> God, no. It's so much that it almost actually even works. You're just like, Bleh. like by the end of it, you're too, oh, sure. you're on the floor. So you don't even know how to feel. You know what? I have to take that back because I just remembered Trapped. <gasps> yep. <laughs> but I just listened to about like half of the uh, Behind Blue Eyes Limp Bizkit cover. It's actually incredibly boring. Yeah. It yeah. never picks up. It's just, it's just really underwhelming. See, that's the thing. The Disturbed cover of Sound of Silence picks up and then it picks up again Which and then shouldn't. it continues <laughs> picking up. And at some point, there's just a huge like image of this of the lead singer's face imposed over some kind of landscape. That's where you fall on the floor. I always thought he the, it was pretty dope, pretty bold to get like the librette thing that he has. Oh yeah, he does have a. Is that how it's pronounced? Librette. Okay, yeah, that's. Uh, I thought it was librette too, but I've never heard somebody say it that way. I, th- I used to think it was labret. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Talking about the piercing that goes between your... Oh. Like on your lower... You know, like like a, a between your chin It's like at the bottom lips. of your gum line. Yeah. On your lower lip. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. David Draymond, best known as the lead vocalist of heavy metal band Disturbed. Are they heavy metal? No. They're not heavy metal. Why does Wikipedia think they're heavy metal? Because Wikipedia does not listen to Slam. <laughs> I mean, they're heavy metal in that, like radio metal sense yeah it's like all it's like alt rock like nickelback is heavy metal by those standards <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah no exactly oh yeah it's the new no metal. one knows what it's like to be the bad guy <laughs> i actually really like the original i mean there's an honesty when it's coming out of fred durst's mouth so i can appreciate it Holly, what's a good movie? What's a weird good movie that we could recommend? Um, Planet Savage. I don't know what the fuck that is. Or, Watch uh, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Watch Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Watch Johnny Darko. Johnny Darko's very good. Just um, kidding. Don't watch No, it's not. Vomit Dolls. <laughs> I actually will die on the Planet Sauvage Hill because it's a weird, surrealist French movie from the 70s, an animated film, and it's it's really fucking good. Oh, no, that movie fucking rules. I've seen that movie. Okay, you've seen it? Okay, great. Yeah, it's like one of my favorites. I love it. It's so fucking like compelling, and it's like, it has a very strong anarchic, like, environmentalist message. It's incredible. It really does, yeah. It's really good. It's really powerful, and it's really strange. I remember... <laughs> Josh and I went to like his 
high school friend's wedding in Brooklyn or something. And like there was a girl sitting at our table who didn't know anybody. So I like made friends with her. And then later she came to Boston and I was like, come to my house. Let's watch a movie. And um, I almost showed her this. And then at the last second, I was like, oh, you know what? There's suppression in this. And you're black. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, let's not watch that. <laughs> Never mind. Go watch something else. But if you don't have, you know, PTSD related to oppression, definitely recommend La Planet Savage. And I think it's online free somewhere. Like maybe even YouTube. I forget. And for those uh, who don't. You said it's it's online three. And I was just thinking like. It's online three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a movie for you in line three. Uh, I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, it's still on HBO Max. So you have HBO Max. And for those not in the uh, not of the French persuasion, uh, that's Fantastic Planet. That's the yes. title of the film. Literally, it it it, it uh, uh, translates to the Wild Planet. The Wild Planet, and it's very much in line with the psychedelic consciousness concepts that we were talking about Most a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah maybe. Whether you are or are not of the French persuasion, uh, speaking what of is this French bullshit, dark comedy, um, a sort of a different take on dark comedy. Watch Taxidermia. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's not one, you know, the best film, but it's it's not for everyone. Yeah, like it's it's like it's an interesting movie. I'll say that the humor in it is not the same as it's probably not what you're thinking of. Let's put it that way. Maybe I won't recommend. <laughs> Retract. It's already on the list. Can it be? A it's already there. Can't take it off. All right. Okay. What was the weird hill we were gonna die on last week? There's some. There was a weird. There was a pretty weird hill. I do not remember. Swedes. <laughs> yes. Could do a whole feature on words that you thought were pronounced one way because you never heard them spoken out loud, and then <laughs> like how they turned out to be pronounced. Oh wow! So I just up, I just put in I just put in on the duck. One of the cool things that DuckDuckGo search platform does is like it has keywords that instead of those like bangs, like you can do the bang operators, which is basically like Unix speak for the exclamation point. There's also keywords that automatically the first result, similar to Google, is like an interactive thing. So the first result for pronounce swathe has the audio pronunciation. And when I clicked it, it said swathe. (laughs) So fuck you, Scott, and the fucking horse you rode in on. Dork. I I don't have a horse. I do really like that those, like, how to pronounce things exist because some of them, like, on their own, they're great. Like, um, somebody in, like, my old roommate's group chat was sharing some little, like, project that somebody at Google made called Blob Opera, which is a little thing you can play with, and it makes these little blobs sing at different notes. And then he also found that there was a, like, how to say of Blob Opera for some godforsaken reason. There's just a guy being like, Blob Opera, and he says it, like, five times and then there's also the fake accounts of how to pronounce where they purposefully give you ridiculously wrong pronunciations for stuff and um including like proper nouns like people's names and stuff actually i'm sorry scott i probably just spelled it wrong that's fine i don't whatever (laughs) google can disagree with me all at once well because it says it's an alternative spelling of swath but like I don't know if that means you can just pronounce it the same. This is really compelling podcasting. On Merriam-Webster.com, they pronounce it two different ways, and that's swath, and then the other one is swath. Swath. Swath, and then swath. So, weird. You have to, like, jiggle okay. your head with I, I just, I, I... I don't give a shit how you say I it. Chose, I chose the wrong hill to die on, I guess. I used to think that um, the word segue, like S-E-G-U-E, was pronounced seg. And then when the thing that you can ride around on came out and people were like, that's a segue. I was like, yeah, that's a segue. It's a different thing. This is pronounced seg. <laughs> and I didn't even like pick up on the fact that like the way it was used in writing and the way it's used when you like talk about things like that was a segue into this other thing. Never, never, never occurred to me till I was like 24 or maybe older. I forget. 
This is pissing me off. Every single example that Wordnik has for swath, for swathe, is just the alternative spelling for swath. What is Wordnik? I've never heard of this. It was like the thing that automatically came up with the uh, audio pronunciation. Language, am I right? What's up with that? I guess we'll never know. The world's been never know. Well, whatever this fucking episode was. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a nightmare to edit. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you what say happens? that every week. <laughs> When Joe isn't here. Yes. Yeah, man. We love him. We love him. He needs to get his sleep, though, so. Joe, I love you. I love you, Joe. If you're listening to this right now. You're not, but you will be in the future. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I meant. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> the future will be his right now, so. Future Joe, the future is his right now. Right about now. <laughs> future Joe, brother. brother. <laughs> the future Joe, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Can that be the title of the episode? Yes, it shall be done. (laughs) Make it so. Isn't that song called like the Rockefeller Skank or some shit? Oh yeah, I think so. Such a dope title. Yep, the Rockefeller Skank. Right about now. Anyway, right about now. We're gonna end the epoch. My name is Scott and I'm gangster tripping. Right here, right now. I'm just saying Fatboy Slim songs now. And, uh, right here, right, right now. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, two different names because I changed it. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram at Sweaty Wife. You can also go to SoundCloud to find Sweaty Wife. And Bandcamp. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to start deleting things off SoundCloud to put new things on there. And then keep it on there a limited time. And then everything will stay on my Bandcamp. But you never know. Go there. Could you just... Yeah, go mind. there and rock, rock a fellow skank to my music. I would appreciate it. Ellie, go. I will go there and I will do the circle dance from that other Fat Boy Slim video. Praise you? Yeah, praise you. <laughs> I will praise you to, to Sweaty Wife. <laughs> I'm Ellie, and I don't have any, don't, 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 just don't, just, just don't. I'm Ellie. Okay. Jesse, go. (laughs) I'm Jesse. Yep. You can find my music on soundcloud.com slash contingents Boston. You can find the, well, really, it's the Boston DSA Mental Health Working Group website. Yeah. At comrade-rosie.org. Click getting involved. Choose one or more mutual aid groups to donate time or money to because people really need your fucking help right now. You, you. Pass. I think you should someday pass? consider. You should consider Sorry. promoting your YouTube thing with your. What does pass mean? It it's I've been. It's like a. It's like when you're done sharing in a meeting. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm Jesse and I'm an addict. Pass. <laughs> in my uh in my Jewish group, my like women's and non-binary group, when we're done talking, we say debarti, and then everybody else says shamati. You know what the problem that I'm having in 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 twelve step groups now is like my inclination is to say comrade. So if I'm saying pass to my comrades and comrade to my fellow addicts to my pass. If I'm saying comrade to my pass <laughs> and Joe to my future. <laughs> Stuck in the middle with you. Then you're just taking a poop on the present. <laughs> that was Confucius. <laughs> I feel much smarter now, guys. Thank you. Dave. Dave. Jesse just gave me quite an education. It'd be like that sometimes. It do. That is one big pile of shit. Jesse, I was saying you should promote your YouTube channel where your cats are on it and they do funny things. Oh, yeah. Um, Fucking cute. They're so cute. The link to my YouTube channel is like really long. You used to just be able to do youtube.com slash user slash and then whatever your username is. But now you have to like do a whole like you now now you need to be like a fucking premium. Like, can you like fold your dick into a swan? (laughs) I don't know what the some qualification that apparently I don't meet where I can't have like a can't choose my unique user ID anymore. But yeah, uh, the channel name is also Contingents. So good luck finding that on YouTube. You can do like a tiny URL or something. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> and you can also find us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Epic Incredulity. But we're also on Patreon at Epic Incredulity. Give, yeah. us, some, give us some money. Give us a dollar. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube.
to when you uh, get your stimulus check. Give us all that six hundred, baby. Give <laughs> us six hundred dollars out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to use that for? Basic survival? Fuck you. Yeah. What do you need yeah. money for? Food? Can't Fuck even, you. Can't even buy Ain't enough in here. Come on. <laughs> just, just telling our listeners to fuck off. <laughs> Do you like this show? Fuck you. Fuck you. You suck. Your taste is terrible. Eat shit. <laughs> and then when you're done, give us all of your money. <laughs> yep. That's how this relationship works. We kid. We love you. No, we do. We do. Yeah. We do. All 25 unique listeners. All 18 us. of you. All of the old people that Joe feasts on every night. <laughs> Oh, no, he's eating them, too. Okay. He didn't just kill them. That's why we're not growing, because Joe is eating them all. <laughs> yeah, we would have more subscribers, more Patreon, more patrons. Uh. But Joe's eating them all. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Perhaps it's Jesse who's eating some of them. I would never tell. And that is your fucking epoch. I'm holding back this week. I'm letting you guys do it. (laughs) From the Boston commune. Chug, 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 chug. Hammer on. There's a large flying bug upstairs, and Josh doesn't Fuck. know whether to be in, uh, intimidated by it, so I have to go uh, check that out. Well, let you know what next week, how the bug drama resolved. Yes, yes, to be continued. Listeners, we will keep you informed <laughs> on this developing story. Hey, bug! What is it? <laughs> what was the bug? Although they have forgotten. Who knows? No, I'll make an effort to not forget. Well, it's not a tarantula, and it's not a hawk. Real talk. Beautiful. Though, Full your, circle. You can submit a picture of it to bugguide.net and people will oh, be able to. That's good to know. Bug, bug guide. To guide oh, to bugs. Not bug, bug guy, which is Cowboy Johnson or whatever. Jeez, it's a dot net. I mean, I haven't seen like a new dot net website. Oops, dot net. It's dot Oops, oops dot net. <laughs>